place of discipleship. The first thing to think about and ask ourselves is, what does discipleship mean? A definition taken from the dictionary states that a disciple is a person who believes in and helps spread um, another's teachings, a follower. Jesus had 12 disciples, and one by one, Jesus came across them, men from many different working places and backgrounds, saying simply to them, follow me. And so they did. They became his followers, his disciples. But it wasn't that simple and easy for them. It came at a cost. In order to follow him, they had to sell their possessions and their homes and give the money to the poor. We're not all called to do that in order to follow Jesus, but certainly a change in the normal routine of our lives will take place. In Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20, Jesus returns and says, Therefore, go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am, I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the great commission given to the disciples from Jesus and to us. Now you're probably thinking, how do I become a disciple? How does this apply to me? Well, I thought I'd explain it through the idea of a tree. Um, a tree, as you already know, is comprised of three parts. The roots, the trunk, and then the br branches and leaves. The roots hold the tree firmly into the ground. It's the starting point of any tree. It's possible to see the roots being like the firm foundations for faith and like the journey of, of discovering God. Jesus called his disciples from different backgrounds and lifestyles together for one purpose, to follow him. The next part of the tree is the trunk, one solid unit of wood, together growing taller and bigger. This is the church, people from all over, all different ages, backgrounds and talents, coming together to hear the word of God. This is like the headquarters for discipleship. We share the teachings of God every week, whether it be in kids' church, in here listening to and taking part in the service, or even over coffee with other people. We do it all the time, so why should it end there? The final part of the tree is the most beautiful part, an abundance of green leaves resting at the ends of its branches. This is what we do next. As we go from here, after church, we all branch off into our day-to-day -day lives, at work, at school, or being up to your eyeballs and washing. Jesus' disciples weren't just disciples for Jesus when he was around. They carried out the orders given to them, and they continued to spread the teachings and the good news even after Jesus had left them. We can do this as well. Tell others about coming to church, and possibly even invite them along one week. They might want to come again, you never know. You can get involved in church groups such as the Alpha Course, the house groups, or even help out with organised kids events. It says in Matthew 18, verse 20, Where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. So we don't have to be in the church, the house of God, to share the word of God. A quote from the book I have at home called The Church Unleashed, um, which I have here. The 
work of the church is outside the establishment, outside the church, in the world, and it takes every member to do it. Nowhere in the Bible is the world exhorted to come to church, but the church's mandate is clear. She must go to the world. We are the church in the community. Together with God, anything is possible. So let us go out into the community and share the word of God. Amen.